Welcome to Igniting Change, Finding Your Fire, a weekly podcast with Mina Khoury, an Ayurvedic practitioner and spiritual teacher who brings the ancient, time-tested wisdom of Ayurveda in this time of great upheaval and global ascension to inspire you to the next level of your spiritual evolution. She will discuss all topics related to your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you ready to be free of all suffering and soar to your heart's calling? It's full moon. <laughs> this webinar is being recorded. So yes, it is fabulous. What a, I think how we kind of accidentally picked the date. I don't think I picked it thinking it was full moon. Did you? No, no. And it was, I just feel like it, I feel like very clear, powerful, strong energy today. And very exciting energy. Very exciting energy. You know, the, because of Jupiter, the expansion is the joy. It's um, the power of choice. It's not what's coming to you. It's like you get to choose. What do you want to choose? What do you want to grow? And it definitely, it definitely has a lot of uh, the Sagittarian full moon as well. Sagittarian full moon is transparency. <laughs> and freedom. So in we're talking and freedom. About, we're talking about emotional freedom, right? Yeah. Yeah. Being free emotionally. Yeah, so exactly. This is a perfect time for that. Perfect time. So when we are transparent, we are free. Yes. That's yeah. Think of it. Just fess up. <laughs> Fess up, huh? Fess up, right? Like just what we did. It's like, okay, I'm just going to tell you what happened. <laughs> That's how I am. Like I just, because then I don't have to worry about it. It's less yeah. burden. Yeah, it's I, out of the bag. It's out of the bag. It's like, you know, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so great. Well, let's see. We have a few minutes before we start. I know this is so exciting because I've always done, I mean, I've done webinars all the time, but this is, this is like a, the joint venture, the you and I together, I think it makes it that much more powerful. Yes, it's very exciting to, mm -hmm. you know, with all the people that you are supporting and that you're helping, mm -hmm. that, you know, that you're helping heal emotionally with your book and with your courses and everything mm -hmm. that you're doing, it's really, really super exciting. Yeah, no, I feel really connected with that. And that's why I've been promoting it a lot. Uh -huh. Really want to tell, to tell people, look, you don't want to miss this. Uh, there's, there's, we have a few people in the chat. Hello, Mina, so excited to be here. Hello, hello, who was that? Tajinda, Tajinda. Tajinda, so nice to see you. Yay, Tajinda. Nice to see you. And we have Susan. Nice to see you. Susan, happy to be here. Yay, Susan. <laughs> Wonderful. All of our peeps. So why don't we, well, we have a Peggy Bell. Welcome. Welcome to the webinar. Thank you Hello, so much. Hello, Peggy. Good to see you. Yes, Peggy. Thank you. And Susan. So it's nine o'clock. We're going to go ahead and get started. And then we have Anne LaRouge 
Anna, nice to see you here. Long time yoga client. My longer time student and client. Yes. So welcome everyone. I have my son Jay here with me. Jay, so nice to have you here. I know Jay. Mm -hmm. The you Auntie too. Mina. <laughs> Auntie Mina, yeah. So great. Well, it's wonderful to see people are chiming in. Everyone is ready to welcome today's this is call. exciting. Yes. So we are here to talk about the intelligence of emotions today. First, let me open up the this masterclass series. I'm Cornelia Stephanie, your host. And I'm the founder of the Cornelia Stephanie Media Group and app. And I'm here to bring to you today, Mina Puri, Ascended Master Mina Puri. She's also the best-selling author of Healing Your Relationship with Food, The Ayurvedic Answer. She's the founder of the AyurvedicHealingCenter.com. And she is helping countless and countless of people around the world heal, awaken the healer within. And that's why we're here to talk today about the power of your emotions and the emotional intelligence. So welcome, Mina. And please, why don't we get straight into it and tell us why you called it the intelligence of emotions. Thank you so much, Cornelia. I'm so excited to be here with all of you today. So, you know, we have, we are coming from a time in the history where we didn't understand our emotional world. So we pushed it aside. And now we are learning to embrace all the aspects of a being that, that we are. So when I talk about intelligence of emotions, because emotions are intelligent, what I mean by that is if the emotions help us dissect or rather uh, digest our experiences. Without the emotionality, our life is kind of dull, right? We won't feel joy, we won't feel excitement. But here is the challenge. The challenge is we are taught not to feel anything unless we feel really, really good, right? So we, you know, when, the, when we get triggered or when the negative emotions come, we don't know what to do with it. So we know to push it away. But the intelligence is there, is telling you, hey, listen, that experience hasn't been integrated. That experience is not processed. Please process it because anything that is undigested or unprocessed, what happens to undigested food? it becomes toxicity in the body. Same way, when we do not digest our experiences through feeling our emotions, those experiences become toxic to our being. That's where, you know, the trauma. So trauma is anything that we don't know what to do with. And during the day, the course of the day, we have myriad of experiences that we don't know what to do with we don't have time to look into it. So we just kind of push it away and do life. And all of those undigested experiences, they go into our subconscious, I call it the garbage bin, which really means that frequently, just like we need to take the garbage out to the curb, we need to empty that out. Otherwise, imagine lugging that garbage bin on our psyche for everything we do. Imagine having your garage full of you know, a hundred garbage bins, 
right? It's gonna stink. So same way when the subconscious gets really full and we don't look at it, it's gonna show up somewhere. Where does it show up? Unfortunately, as a symptom in the body, as a final attempt to grab our attention. So the emotions, there's an intelligence to emotions. You feel something for a reason. We cannot afford to push it away because actually we cannot push it away. It's energy. The more you push it away, more it will erupt. More you push it away, you bring you create more momentum in it. It's going to show up somewhere. So it can show up subconsciously in our habit patterns, in our relationships, in our work, in our health day-to-day -day life. Or when we become conscious at it, when we become actually rather conscious about what it is that we are feeling, then we use the emotions as a tool. They become a tool for self-growth, self-healing, and evolution. So it's really, I want, you know, the people who are attending, I want you to switch it around. So don't be afraid of the emotions. It's here to tell you something. And it's, it's not telling you, hey, listen to me right now. You have to listen to me this way. You have only this much time period just to pay attention. Pay attention to what it is that I'm feeling. Add language to what you are feeling. What happens you know, when we do not tune into what it is that we are feeling? The body is already responding in a way. You get this or energy, um, you people, you, if you've seen people get flushed, you get tingling or you begin to, you know, make a fist or your jaw gets tight, the stomach gets in knots. And when we don't tune into it, this energy that's now gathering in the physical body, it's looking for an outlet. It doesn't judge whether you should do this or do that. It doesn't say, by the way, don't dish it out to that person who hasn't done anything to you. It's like whatever, it's energy. We dump it to the person who comes next to, you know, we see in front of us on an unrelated situation. We feel the relief because the energy is finally out, but it's momentarily, then it comes with the guilt. Like, was I really, was I, did I really mean to do that? Why now I feel so bad? And then, you know, imagine the person who we just dumped on. It's like, that's trauma. It's like, where did that come from? <laughs> what is that all about, right? So we create a lot of havoc. We can minimize this havoc by simply tuning into, there's something I'm feeling. Even if you feel, I don't know what that is. It's off. I'm feeling out of sorts. I don't know what that is. Just hang out with it. Just hang out with it. When you stick with it, the clarity is going to come. So I give an example of, you know, in the night when we get up to go to the bathroom, initially it's all dark. But when we kind of stay with it, we walk, we touch the wall or the bed, our eyes begin to adjust. We begin to see the, the you know, the, the sink or the tub or the toilet in the bathroom because our eyes adjust to the darkness and now we begin to see. Same thing with our emotions. When something comes up, even initially when it's not clear as to what it is, 
I don't know what to do with it. It's making me uncomfortable. I don't like it. Let me grab another, you know, chocolate cookie or potato chips or just talk to somebody, distract myself away from it. I don't want to feel it. We miss the opportunity, right? So when we stick with it, allow it to show itself to you, you're going to begin to see and what it is. That's how we shed light. We illuminate that subconscious garbage bin, the deep waters of the subconscious, the darkness inside, we put light on it. So now we are conscious. When we are conscious, we are powerful. Does that make sense? Is that, did, that, did that resonate with you, Cornelia? So this is why I um, picked the, the, the intelligence of emotions because I really want to get away from the negativity around emotions. I want to get away from the stigma that we have created as a society because we talk about, oh, you are emotional. So emotional would be exactly the example I gave you before. We're feeling this surge of emotions. We don't know what it is. We don't take the time to figure out what it is and we just dish it out on the next person. So obviously the person that we just dumped on, they're gonna say, she's emotional, she's crazy, right? Because that's the word we use. And now all of a sudden expressing emotions have is a, is a negative connotation. We don't want to talk about our emotions. We don't want people to know we are emotional. But the other side is, what if we paid attention? Emotions are for us. They're not meant to burn others. It's a tool for introspection. It's a tool for getting to know yourself. What if we took that time, a little time, a little awareness, little presence, and we became intelligent about our emotions, and we begin to use our emotions as a tool for growth, for evolution, and then there is no stigma attached to it. Then we simply can say, you know, I'm feeling out of sorts. You know, at that event, I felt really disappointed. So I wonder why I felt disappointed. Was I expecting something different? Was I, why was I expecting? Then we can go into the whole process of it, right? So we have to go into the process. This is an intelligent conversation. This is a conversation that brings forth the wisdom of our own psyche, the wisdom of our own making, so we can use it. It's meant for us. When we are able to do that, there's no stigma with you know, mental and emotional health that we have created. The stigma is because we have not understood or learned how to navigate the emotional world, what to do with it. What are we supposed to do with it? I love how you brought it back to the intelligence of emotion. Yeah, that emotions are intelligent and that it's up to us to realize that we have this intelligence already within us. Within us, yeah. Right? And that the main thing that we, uh, that we can do to embrace our own healer is to realize that this deep emotion is within us and it is there for us. Absolutely, absolutely. That's, you know, the, the, we keep talking about my upcoming program, uh, the certification program called The Healer Within is an empowerment program. It's really learning to embrace all aspects of this human living life organism and understand that healer is truly within. 
these are clues. Emotions are clues. Just like, you know, if I get like a little rash on my skin, it's a clue like, oh, something is going on. You know, I, I ignore it there. It shows up on my knee. So it's a clue. It's telling us, come and pay attention to me, right? But we, we look externally. We just look externally because sometimes it's quick and dirty, put a little lotion on and be done with it until it shows up somewhere else. Until now, it's no longer a rash. It's a full-blown, um, you know, you have broken out in rash and all kinds of flares are happening in the body. So there's, there's, the body is always trying to communicate. Our psyche, so I want to clear a couple of things. So when we talk about, you know, emotions, we're talking about energy, because if I tell you, please show me your emotions, you cannot. It's a non-physical thing. We are physical beings. We are non-physical beings. Everything non-physical, our thoughts, emotions, our connection, our feeling sense, our spirituality, it's all non-physical. So whatever is non-physical is energy. We must understand that energy, you can't destroy it. You can't, there's no beginning or end. Energy is a circle. Energy is intelligent in the sense, it just needs to free itself. If it, it, you can free it by acknowledging it and understanding it, or it's gonna free itself by landing on your body. It's like, okay, there, thank you. Here's a little blister on your finger, whatever, deal with it, deal with me. So when we, you know, I write in my book that disease is 100% energetic. Our energy gets sick before our body gets sick. So I am talking, when I'm talking about energy, I'm talking about emotions. When I'm talking about thoughts, emotions is pretty much the same thing. Emotions are juicier thoughts. Once we begin to feel something, our thoughts have caught on momentum. That's why when we feel it, it's like, oh my God, I just have to say this to that person. I'm just going to tell them off. It's hard to stop yourself because it feels so good. You rationalize saying, no, I'm going to. They deserve it. They said this to me. They are wrong. I am right. I'm going to stand up for myself and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we cannot stop that surge of energy. And it's, it has caught the thoughts have caught momentum then they have to go, right? So, you know, to pay attention to what are the thoughts that are going on in our mind all the time, right? That's awareness. If 90% of our thoughts on a daily basis are negative, that's something to pay attention to. And it's really about presence. It's really about paying attention. There's a world within us, intelligence of emotions, intelligence of the body. Our body is so intelligent. It's the most beautifully crafted piece of, I don't want to, living live organism that, I'm sorry, no surgery can compete with what body is equipped to do. So there's a healer within, and we are continuously looking, you know, for our emotional health, we go find a psychiatrist. They're filled with books and years and years of degree, yet they cannot get into what's really going on, the lack of connection that's happening, right? Or physical, we have blisters, we go to the physical doctor and they don't talk to one another. We're not little, you know, engine here, tire here, back door here. We're not a piece of equipment. It's integrated. It's the, uh, beneath the physicality, there is the highest intelligence that is running the show. 
your blood is not just blood. There's an intelligence underneath it that's telling it to go in this direction. There's something telling your heart to beat. No scientific um, research or explanation can actually define it because it's beyond the definition. It's the force, the one, the intelligence. When I talk about the intelligence, I'm talking about the cosmic intelligence. How does this world work? I can try to explain it, but I can never justify it. It's something that we have to become present to. It's something we have to experience. It's beyond the words. Mina, why do you think it's so hard for people to really embrace their emotions? Like, for instance, when people feel sad or when mm -hmm. people feel grief or when people feel anger, why is it that people tend to avoid that and want to suppress that maybe with uh, drugs or food yeah. or addictions? Yeah. Why do you think that this has been going on? Because people have been doing this and this is part of the reason why we're doing this webinar yeah. is to support people not to continue on with that self-destructing behavior. behavior. So there are, you know, there's a, there's a quick answer and there's a really deep answer. So on the surface, it's, you know, it's painful. When I feel sad, I feel sad. I feel like, you know, the sun is shining, but I don't see it. So it feels like life is closing in on me. That's what, you know, leads to depression. You know, my clients tell me it's like somebody put a black cover over me and nothing can move me out. And there is a fear. We have a fear of the darkness because the fear is what if the dark, darkness just swallows me whole and I disappear, right? We naturally tend to fear pain. Okay, we are built that way. That's again, another intelligence that's meant to keep us safe, right? And that's a good thing. But if we are chronically running away in fear, then that's a whole new concept altogether. So fear is at the root of why we run away from emotions. Fear of being found out, fear of being judged, fear of sticking out like a sore thumb, fear of being abandoned, fear of just looking stupid, fear of you don't have your act together. I don't have such emotions. I'm doing, I'm going to work. I'm doing this. What the heck is your problem? And fear of not measuring up because there's so much, you know, I think, I really think that in ever in human history, Maybe we have worked with the intelligence, but we have not added language to it, to our emotional world, to the, in the way that now, because now we want language. Now we have become more aware, more intelligent. We want language. We want to understand something mentally, conceptually, and then we need to experience it. So I think this is probably the first time that we are beginning to understand our emotions. We are beginning to understand how to be more and more human. So when we look in the 50s and the 60s, so many of my clients, their parents were that age, they didn't talk about things. They didn't say, I love you. They drank. There was, you know, there was abuse of all different kinds because the people did not really know what else to do. 
Now we're having this kind of information. Look at the growth that humanity has already made. We are openly having these discussions because they are so needed. So I think what seemed difficult, sometimes the ignorance can breed fear. The ignorance can make us want something different, something new. We don't want to deal with it. We don't want to deal with it. So there's so much fear in that. And also there's a, you know, to, to heal the emotional world is not a one-shot deal. It comes in layers and there's so much trauma. Um, trauma is undigested experiences that we have pushed down because we simply didn't know what to do with it. So people think they're gonna be just sucked in whole. But you know, the truth is when people begin to work, when my clients begin to work, they're not taking years to heal. They begin to get it three months, six months. And they've been holding on to this pain, this trauma for 60, 70 years. They don't need another 60, 70 years, not even 10 years, not even a year. Within a number of months, they begin to heal because this is not healing made just, you know, it just it's not make-believe stuff. They experience it in their being. They connect the dots. All of a sudden, they see things in their life that they never saw before. They're like, oh my God, I've been so confused. So I have my clients and he goes, I feel like I'm just going to cry. I feel so angry. So I'm like, go, I'm anxious. I go, so feel anxious. So I go, feel anxious. We're going to both feel, feel anxious, feel anxious, feel anxious. What happened? Did the earth cave in from under your feet? Do you still see the cars going outside? The sky is still there? Touch your body. Are you still here? Can you breathe? Yes, I can breathe. So you felt it. Something happened to you? Nothing happened to you. You know what happened to you? You became less fearful. You became more whole. That's so, it. you know, so, so it's, it's a brilliant question. And that's, you know, my message is pain never kills anybody. It may be a harsher thing to say, but pain really does not kill anybody. We have to open our heart to the pain that we have. So it no longer chases us. So we hold it. We love it. So instead of avoiding the pain or suppressing the pain, like when you go to the doctor and if yeah. you're whatever, whatever the, the cause is and, and the doctor gives you a prescription and to suppress the emotion even further, what you're right. saying is to dive into the pain, that that's actually where the that's heat much better. That's a quicker to process. Willing, to be willing to feel the pain. That's the thing is your subconscious is carrying it anyways. You know what's going on anyways. And you're carrying that baggage with you. It's such a weight on your psyche, on your emotional health, your body, your life. It's there anyways. You're fooling yourself if you think that you can just push it away. You don't push away. You just pack the bag really tight and it's going to erupt sooner or later. So yes, it's painful, but it's a short-term painful than carrying the pain for lifelong and never healing it. And right. leaving this world unhealed. Leaving this world with, you know, having the opportunity and we never did. We never came full circle with our own self. And this is what you're here to help us with today. And that is to awaken the healer within. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. We start somewhere. Let's start with emotions. <laughs> yes. Yes. So we want to ask our participants that if you have a question that you want Mina to answer, we're going to choose three questions today. So feel free to type them into the chat and we're going to continue on uh, chatting about how to dive deep into this, into this, you know, embracing our emotions and also becoming free because we know that emotions dictate our life, our health, our Absolutely. well-being. Yeah. And so now is the time to awaken the healer within. So do you also feel that the intelligence of our emotion is directly linked to our financial reality as well? Oh, absolutely. You know, um, how we how we are with one thing is how we are with another thing. Mm -hmm. No, when I mean, we can we can many times we can use money to um, suppress what we truly feel. Right. I have money. I'm successful. So there you go, because it's a measure of success. Um, but, you know, there's a lack of self-confidence, worthlessness, you know, wreaking havoc in the psyche and person doesn't understand. And, you know, money is such a, money is energy. Money is such a sore point for so many people. And it's because we think it's a, it's a measuring stick for success. Because we, all, we think money is um, dollars, zeros in the bank. I think of it as prosperity. So, you know, one of the ways I love this definition of prosperity is a rose. It's blooming, it's beautiful. So it's rich in itself, but it's sharing the fragrance with the rest of the world. That's beautiful. I it's love beauty that. with the rest of the world. So to me, that's prosperity. So instead of getting fixated on money, mm -hmm. We get, oh, how am I going to make $200? You know, that's such a that who brought you, that force that brought you, I think he can figure out $200 for you. Like, we got, we are here to do something much bigger than just worry about nickels and dimes. I think we don't believe that because, like, oh, yeah, easy for you to say, no, not really. We don't believe that. So we keep forcing, putting the attention on the money, accumulation of money, but we continue to have that poverty mindset. I don't yeah. have enough. <laughs> yeah, it's, it comes from the not, not enoughness, doesn't it? It's the not enoughness. It's the not enoughness. So I'm not, I'm not enough. I'm not good enough for anything. I don't have enough money. So there's, there's so much mindset. There's so much this misassociation really we've been programmed to think money 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 and it's no matter how much money we have the richest people if they could be the happiest people right we wouldn't be having this conversation it's much easier to be uh successful and it's very difficult to be happy i'd rather us be happy <laughs> this is great and and that's where it begins is knowing that yeah. we have enough that there is enough there's and enough. There's always enough. We'll yeah. support you in that yeah. way. Yeah. So we have we have a few questions, and let's see. This this question is from Andrea. She asks, "Do you have a different way of working with men, or with individuals who are very much in their rational head?" She's a sensitive, and she knows there's emotion with her hubby, 
and to point it out, he will deny it. How do we get someone to feel? That's a great question. That's a great question. And yes, Andrea, I thank you for your question. And absolutely, you know, it's not just men and women. I work with each client very differently. Everyone has their own way of uh, learning the information. Um, so, I mean, I had a, you know, I had a guy who was on, you know, skating, skating. He was into skating and he broke his ankle. So, and he wouldn't, so when I talked about like, you know, just like you broke your ankle, you're just giving it a rest. You're going to still skate again. So I was talking about some other issues actually in his relationship and he connected. So, you know, I'm very uh, well adapted to working with people from all races, genders, and ages. I work with men, men, and there's, it's important to understand the men's psyche and the woman's psyche and the relationship. So, you know, already when we are saying, I don't get him to listen, there's a, that's a loaded statement there because somewhere along the line, you have taken that to be your job. So you, there's a dynamic, you keep on asking, he keeps on running. You need to allow people to be adults. There's a way to communicate. So I think coming from a wife who may look at it as, you know, nagging, is the relationship isn't going to work. We always first want to work with ourselves and be the model and not the critic. And we don't wanna take a job of fixing our spouse because you won't be able to. It's a noble idea, um, but you won't be able to and it, then realizing that it really isn't your job. So ask Andrea yourself this question, why this need? Why this so much focus on your husband? What is it about you? If there's something upsetting you about him, what is it within you? So heal that and he'll follow. Wonderful. We have another question. And this one is from Arizo. Hello, how does a person release trauma that they went through infant toddler abandonment issues when they can't remember the experience, the emotional trauma that they experienced as a child? Well, um, many times, you know, our, our being, our psyche is smart. If it happened, um, you know, if, they, if, if it happened below the age, you know, three, four, when you just really can't remember, you don't really need to remember because you know what? Your body keeps the score. It's in your energetic field even if you may not be clear about it. And the chances are when we experience trauma, say below the age three, below the age five, you know, energy repeats. It's very possible that same traumatic experiences have repeated in the adult life. So we can look at one experience and know that pretty much so there's a theme going on here. It's so many experiences are going on. So when we, heal one thing that we can remember, the body is going to, the body is just an accumulation. It's going to heal all of it. 
So, you know, when I work with the clients, it's working somatically, working in the body. It's not, it's one thing to think about healing mentally. That's not enough. We have to experience it. And that's my work to go through the, the, the energetics, to go through the somatics, to really release it from the body. So how does one release it from the body? That was the question. You know, there I do many meditations. I do many somatic practices, which I, you know, allow you to move you from one state to the next. Um, I take you into the place where you were before. So the body begins to remember. So there's a lot of practices that I use for you to experience the healing. And it really, when you go through the body, it moves mountains and mountains off trauma and energy so we can't talk about it it's an experience that i take you through through state change meditations and all kinds of tools like that so you this i think is a perfect time to talk about you have support that you're offering to uh, the public and that is your course to that's called six steps to emotional freedom that yes. you, you, do you want to tell us about that now is that a good time yeah yeah sure absolutely so you know i wrote my second book it's called wake up and heal i'm sure you have a copy uh six steps to emotional freedom i really you know the healing world uh, the the healing work i try to make it i want to get to the point of it because I, it, because it's, the healing is real. And I outline a lot of um, information, wisdom in that book. And I outline a process called the six day technique. So it's good to wrap your head around it, to read it. And for that reason, um, I, am, I have designed a course, which is really just two sessions in July. Uh, two and a half to three hours, two sessions, which you're going to come into the course and I'm going to, you're going to have an opportunity to personalize the healing because I'm going to take you into your own trauma. So you're doing in a group setting, but you're doing your individual work because that's how I teach. I teach in an interactive, you know, very interactive. I break into group sessions or I walk you through meditations and questions and reflective exercises. So you're going to go through your own life and you're going to personalize the healing, what it means for you. So that course is going to be in July. Like I mentioned, it's the Tuesdays, two and a half to three hours, uh, two Tuesdays. I think the dates are July 19th and 26th. I deliberately, you know, healing can become overwhelming and it can be, you know, it's, it's difficult if we haven't this kind of a work because now all kinds of things that we have put a lid on is up for grabs. It's coming to the surface and we have to work through it. But, you know, I'm a very compassionate person because I have been through whatever I'm teaching you to go through. So I don't want you to think, you know, that's why I created just a small course for you to get your feedback wet and to begin the process. And the beauty of this is when you learn the teachings, even when you walk away from the course, the teachings are working through you. They're gonna to continue to work through you. You're going to continue to get the results, get the results, get the results. 
because we're going to, this is going to be a very experiential course where it's not just conceptualizing or talking. It's important to understand it, to wrap our heads around it, but then experience is where the healing takes place. So I invite you to take a look at that course and uh, register. It's just two sessions, it's a no-brainer. And I, whatever I have outlined in the book, here's an, an opportunity for you to personalize it and really use the information in the book to heal your emotions, to free yourself emotionally and begin the process. Well, it, it's taken us, you know, a lifetime to get to where we are now with yeah. emotions and our feeling body. And now to awaken the healer within yeah. and to have the tools, I really see that this is such a powerful support tool to support the person that's ready to take the reins on their own healing. Absolutely, absolutely. So Mina, how much is this course? How much does this course I cost? think the course is um, maybe $2.95 mm -hmm. and it's Canadian because <laughs> I'm in Canada. And so you can do either a one-time payment or you do three payments of $110. It's a deliberately, intentionally uh, kept a small, manageable financially and time-wise because I really want you to step in. I could, I mean, this course I could teach for a year, but I, I didn't deliberately because I want to kind of invite you in because I know how overwhelming can it be. So this is an invitation to get started and you're going to, you're, I mean, you're going to be blown away in a good way, in a way that you may not have heard this type of information or the depth of the knowledge and the, and that the experience that you're going to have perhaps anywhere else. So the, the, you said the course is like 295. So 295 Canadian, or you can do three options, three, $310 payments three times, and you can do that. So I figured anybody can do that. I think everybody can do that. And I really encourage you to do that. You're going to walk away transformed. And you're giving people a free gift for signing up today. Yes. You know, there are many, many free gifts on my website. One of them is um, you'll get a free digital copy of my book because you're going to be working with the book in a way. You, you know, I want you to read the book. So you'll get a free digital copy. Once you sign up, I'll send you a code so you can get a free copy and the there's a free copy of my first, the number one bestseller book, Healing Your Relationship with Food. Uh, there are 21 guided meditations, healing journey meditations that you can get for free. And, you know, this information needs to be shared. So I feel called to everyone to have it because it's going to change your world. And we're living, look at the times we're living in. Are we lucky or what to get this opportunity? You know, we keep on getting tapped on the shoulder. Come on, come on, come on. You, you're going to fly high somewhere else. Come on, go into a different timeline. Come on, you have a choice now. You can, you're getting like a second kick at a can. You get to do it all over again. So this is such an opportunity, such a wonderful time that we're all getting that nudge. We're all getting the nudge to grow. We're all getting the nudge to make our lives happier, joyful. And we're all getting the nudge to contribute to our world in a positive way. You know, hurt people, hurt people. So my quote is healed people, 
Heal people. Do you think our world needs healing? How is it gonna start? Is it gonna start from that politician? No. Is it gonna start from your husband, your sister or your mother? No, it's gonna start within you. You begin, you begin to heal and notice the chain reaction, the, the rippling effect it will have in, on your family, your neighborhood, your community, your countries. It always begins with one person. Be that person that we want somebody else to be. Let's be that person. Let's heal ourselves. That's what we came for. That's what we came for. So we can empower others. We, we absolutely came for this. And so I posted the link for your course into the chat for everyone to have access to. Okay. And I just want to also give your website information. Can you give us that information? Well, my website is ayurvedichealingcenter.com, A-Y-U-R, like Victor, E-D for dog, I, C for cat is animal day today, Ayurvedic healing, H-E-A-L-I-N-G center, C-E-N-T-E-R.com. And you're going to find a lot of information on my website. You know, I've been doing podcasts for now for a couple of years. I post good content that, you know, that I want you to have, want you to know I'm constantly sharing. So go have fun, you know, looking around the website. But I really I want to draw your attention not to get lost in so much good information because there's a lot of it on my website. I want to direct your attention to that one course. Five hours, five to six hours. That's where I'm drawing your attention to. So you, you know, you commit yourself to that. And then you're only going to continue to grow, continue to grow. So this is, I just want to share what uh, some of the panel, uh, some of the audience has said, such an opportune offering. This is by Susan. I don't know a person who's not suffering in some way. How wonderful to be able to learn the intelligence of emotion. Tejinda is, this is a wealth of knowledge that you're sharing here. Mina, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Susan and Tejinda. Thank you for being here. Yes, thank you everyone for participating today. We want to thank you for registering, for joining us today. We are healing the world. Mina is here giving you the resources and the tools that you. you need in order to embrace your full humanity and uh, with her very clear directive of the, the power to heal. Wake up and heal, says Mina. Wake up and heal. This is our time. We're here to do this. And thank you so much for joining us today in this beautiful webinar. Mina, thank you for your wisdom, for your courage, for thank your you. permission to support uh, the world to heal, awaken the healer within. Thank you so much, Cornelia. And I really am touched by all of you who have attended. You know, it's very encouraging that you, that you see me that you understand what I'm talking about, that you are resonating with the work that I'm doing. And I really want you to invite you to just keep coming in and keep, let's make this healing circle bigger and bigger and bigger. And so it is. And so it is. And so it is. Thank you everybody for coming in today. We appreciate you so much. Go sign up for that course. Don't waste another day. Take the reins on your own healing and let it begin. 
Thank you everyone for coming today. Thank we'll you so much. Have a wonderful day. Take care. Thank you for listening to Igniting Change, Finding Your Fire. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. And we look forward to being with you next week.